Good morning. Today we'll be studying Perek uh, Revi'i of Hilchot Teshuvah. My name is Jacob Ovadian. I'll be studying this chapter with you today. Jacob, Jacob, I think you're off air. I think you're not. Are you sure? No, it's live. Okay, good morning. Today we'll be studying Perek Revi'i of Hilchot Teshuvah. My name is Jacob Ovadian, and I'll be studying with you this chapter. Perek uh, Revi'i basically talks about the certain things that delay or withhold or make the Teshuvah process a little bit difficult uh, in contrast to someone who doesn't have one of these uh, um, things. Uh, okay. There are 24 things that withhold or delay uh, and make the Teshuvah process more difficult. Four of them are committing uh, a great transgression. And anyone who does one of these four, uh, God does not aid or provide the means uh, for this person to do Teshuvah as a result of the magnitude of his transgression. These are the four. Anyone who causes uh, the masses to transgress, and included in this, is anyone who withholds uh, from the public or the masses to do any mitzvah. And anyone who tilts his friend uh, and causes him to go on a bad path from the good path. Uh, for example, anyone who is a enticer, both for uh, one person, a misit, and a mediah is someone who entices um, an entire city, just like an iran dahat, as we studied in Hilchot uh, Abu Dazara. Anyone who sees his son, who's cultivating bad habits and is in an evil environment, and does not protest or uh, discipline his son. Because his son is uh, lives in his house and he uh, provides the means for his son. Uh, if he would have protested his son, his son would have uh, stopped uh, these bad habits. And it's as if he's causing his son to transgress. Similarly, anyone included in this is anyone who uh, has the ability to protest anyone else, both uh, many people but also an individual, and does not protest and leaves them uh, in their stumbling uh, is also included in uh, this category of uh, great transgression, transgressions that cause the Teshuvah to be difficult. Anyone who says, uh, I'll transgress, transgress, and then I'll do Teshuvah, included in this is anyone who says that I'll transgress, but Yom Kippur uh, will cover my Avon. All of these things. Uh, if you think about it, really make the teshuvah process 
difficult and you withhold an individual from doing uh, teshuvah. And it is very difficult for a person to do teshuvah totally after they commit one of these averot. Uh, Umehen, and included in one of the 24 things that make the teshuvah process more difficult, are are five things that, so to speak, lock the path of teshuvah in the face of those who try and do teshuvah, of those who commit these avirod. Basically, these things prevent a person due to his circumstances to do teshuvah and again make the teshuvah process a lot harder than a regular person. And Anyone who, we spoke about this yesterday in about anyone who separates himself from the community as when they do Teshuvah, he won't be with them, he won't be included in the community, and he will not merit with any, anything that they do. Anyone who opposes uh, the words of the of the sages, because his opposition to the Chachamim causes him to be separate from them and to leave them, basically. And he won't know the path to Teshuvah. Anyone who disdains or mocks the mitzvot, Anyone who disdains the mitzvot uh, and in his eyes views them as uh, disgraceful to do, he, this individual will never chase to do the mitzvot and will never do them. And if he doesn't do them, well, what, what will he merit uh, for himself? And what benefit will he have ultimately? Anyone who disgraces his teachers. Anyone who disgraces his teachers. Uh, it's very, very difficult for this person to do Teshuvah because it will cause him, it will cause his teachers to push him away, uh, just like uh, Jesus and Gehazi, and we'll explain who those are in a minute. And he, at this, at the time that he, um, that his teachers are pushing him away, he'll basically, he, and at this time he's repudiated and won't find uh, a teacher, anyone teaching him the true path that he should go on in order to do Shuvah or the mitzvot. Uh, in it talks about these two characters. Obviously, uh, we know uh, Jesus, uh, the famous uh, character of the Christian religion. Uh, in the Gemara, it says that Rabbi Yoshua ben Perachia uh, pushed him away um, because he, um, him and him and uh, his teacher Rabbi Yoshua ben Perachia were um, at an inn. Uh, in Alexandria and Egypt, and Rabbi Yoshua ben Perachia said, commented about 
how beautiful the inn was. And Jesus thought that he was talking about the innkeeper's wife. So he made a comment in Rabbi Yeshua ben Perachia. Um, he got very, very embarrassed and disgraced and rebuked uh, Jesus. And Gehazi um, also similarly disgraced his teacher and called Elisha Hanavi um, by his name. And again, if anyone wants to see it, in Masachet Sanhedrin, Daf Kuf Zayin Amud Bet. Next, anyone who despises or hates hearing rebuke or criticism. And anyone who hates rebuke or criticism, because this person will not go on the path of Teshuvah if he, no one tells him what he's doing wrong. And rebuke leads an individual to do Teshuvah. And when person, someone um, tells another person um, his transgressions or his misdeeds and embarrasses him in a way, obviously not embarrasses him publicly and not, em not embarrass um, or in a disgraceful way. But when an individual rebukes someone else, it is a little bit embarrassing um, because someone else is pointing out your flaws. This person will eventually um, do Teshuvah because it causes him to realize what he's doing wrong. As the Pasuk says, This is uh, Moshe Rabbeinu talking to Am Yisrael, telling them to remember uh, and not to forget uh, the fact that they were rebels towards God. That God did not give you a heart to understand what you were doing wrong. This is, in, again, Moshe Rabbeinu speaking, calling the Jewish people a um, unintelligent and stupid nation. Obviously, all of this was for the gain and benefit of Am Yisrael in order for them to do Teshuvah. Similarly, Yeshayahu and Navi also rebuked the Jewish people, as he says, Yada Shor Konehu. This is in the first period of Yeshaya that he remarks that even the ox knows his master. And he says that the Jews don't even know who their master is as the ox knows his master. I have known you're a stubborn and difficult people. Also, God instructed him to rebuke those who transgress. Call with your voice, don't spare. Similarly, if you read all of the Nevi'im, they all rebuke the Jewish people, and it's the bulk of what the Nevi'im as a whole talk about, trying to get the Jewish people to return and to change their path to do Teshuvah. So too, therefore, because uh, similar, similar to the way the Nevi'im would rebuke the Jewish people and cause them to do Teshuvah, likewise, it is appropriate and every individual, every Jewish community uh, must, um, every Jewish community must establish for them a wise sage who is many in years and is 
from his from when he is young and he loves the community and loves the people in order for him to rebuke the masses and to cause them to return and do teshuvah and anyone who hates, going back to the point, that anyone who hates hearing rebuke will, never, will, uh, will uh, be difficult for him to do teshuvah. And anyone who hates hearing rebuke will never come and hear what he's doing wrong and never come to hear anyone rebuke him and tell him to change his ways and do teshuvah. Again, the whole point of the rebuke is for an individual to do teshuvah. Because if he doesn't go and hear rebuke, he'll hold on to his transgressions and he'll never do teshuvah because they seem good in his eyes and he'll never, no one will ever point out to him what he's doing wrong. And there are also five things. It is impossible for this person uh, to do uh, complete and wholesome teshuvah, as we mentioned in the previous chapter, what that was. Uh, that was an individual who um, was put in a, the exact same situation that he was previously. And the, and the things that we're going to list here are very, very difficult for an individual, and basically impossible for an individual to uh, do wholesome teshuvah and uh, be put in the same exact situation and erase what he did as if he did teshuvah totally. Because they are um, transgressions that are between an individual and his neighbor. And these the following things are when a transgressor, transgressor doesn't know who he harmed uh, in order to um, help them or to uh, ask forgiveness from this individual. These the, the, they are the following. Anyone who curses the masses. Didn't curse a specific or individual person in order for him to ask forgiveness. Anyone who buys stolen goods from a thief. As this individual doesn't know whose goods he, the thief stole, he can never return them because a thief steals from the masses and then he brings it and someone buys from it, doesn't know who he stole from. Additionally, moreover, he's encouraging the thief uh, by supporting him and by buying goods from him to keep stealing and causing him to uh, transgress again. And there's uh, this idea of. Um, in Hilchot Gezela, we'll talk about that. But that's basically putting a stumbling block uh, before the blind. Obviously, not a literal stumbling block, but causes someone else to transgress. Anyone who finds a lost object and does not um, proclaim it to be lost for him to return it to whoever lost it. After a period of time that he wanted to do teshuvah, he will never know uh, who the lost object it was because he didn't proclaim it to be lost. And the, the owner, assuming, forgot about uh, this object. Anyone who partakes in the theft 
of the poor and the orphans and the uh, widow's assets. Elu b'nei adam amlelinhen, these individuals are misfortuned. And they're not known or famous. As these people wander from city to city, and no one really knows who they are, um, who, whose theft this is in order to return them, because if they go from city to city, uh, no one's going to go and find them and chase them. Uh, and just this side point, uh, the Torah, as we'll see later in the later halachot, very much emphasizes um, an individual's responsibility to take care of yetumim and almanot and the destitute and those who misfortune uh, bef befell them. And it's both incumbent on an individual and us as a community to look out for these people and keep an eye on them especially. Anyone who takes, accepts bribery to tilt judgment both in his favor and in the favor of someone else. This individual doesn't know um, how far this um, tilting of judgment um, goes for. Because this thing has feet, so to speak. But the point of Rambam is making is that this judgment has a long-term effect on many people and can truly harm and damage uh, anyone in ways that we can't even imagine. And it would be very difficult, it's impossible for an individual to retract what he did. Moreover, similar with the Ganav, he's encouraging um, this type of behavior and causing this, the individual to uh, transgress more in the future because he knows he can get away with what he did. The following things are five. And the, the, an individual who does it, the presumption is that uh, he will not uh, return from these actions. And these are specific behavioral actions that are very, very difficult for an individual to change his ways. And the assumption is that you won't do Teshuvah, obviously, if an individual demonstrates that he did Teshuvah, of course we accept him. Uh, and here they are. Because the fee, and additionally, the Fishahen, because the following things seem minor in the ways and in the eyes of most people. And in these, the following things seem minor in an individual's perspective. And even though he is transgressing, he'll imagine that he is not transgressing and all of these things are not real Averot despite the fact that they are. And these are the, they are the following. Anyone who eats from a meal that is not sufficient for, his, for the hosts because this is an offshoot of uh, theft. And he imagined that he, does, he isn't doing anything wrong. And he says to himself, had I not eaten with the host's consent, an example of this is anyone who is poor, doesn't have uh, necessarily the means um, to provide for himself in a way that a rich person might 
do so. Uh, and if this poor person invites someone else over, and the the person and the guest um, knows that this individual is poor, but he decides to partake and eat as much as he wants anyway, uh, and the host is forced to give him food. And that's how it's robbery uh, in that sense. Uh, and it's in the and the guest says that trust and attempts to rationalize what he did and says that. The host gave me food. I didn't do anything wrong. Anyone who uses the collateral of a poor person. Because the collateral of a poor person is only things like a shovel or a plow. That this individual will say that he just used it and he didn't diminish their worth in any way. And um, he didn't steal them at all. He didn't do anything wrong. But in fact, uh, it is prohibited to use the collateral of a poor person. We're going to explain what the word mistakel means in a second. But anyone who, let's assume for now, that um, looks at uh, the aray, anyone who's an arayot, anyone who's prohibited from him to marry. He imagines in his mind that um, there's nothing wrong. But he says, I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't have any relations or do any actions or approach any of these people. He doesn't realize that um, an individual um, who uses his eyes to view inappropriate things and to think about things that are inappropriate is a grave transgression. That he this causes actual sexual misconduct. That you shall not stray after your hearts or after your eyes. And Harambam used a very specific word um, when he described this halakha. In the Hebrew mind, there are three levels of seeing. There's ra'a, hibit, and histakel. Ra'a is just to look casually without necessarily thinking about or processing whatever you're seeing. Hibit is to see and to think a little bit, but to think superficially about whatever it is you're seeing. And the stakel is a deeper um, looking, and that impl pl implies processing and thinking about um, and planning something after you look at whatever you're looking at. So when Harabam said, it's an individual who is looking and processing uh, something. Obviously, the connotation is to do an avira with an individual he's prohibited uh, to have relations with. This is something we talked about in the last chapter, about anyone who uses um, his, uh, his friend's fault to make himself look good and to make himself look honorable. He thinks that and rationalizes in his mind that he isn't doing anything wrong and not transgressing. Transgressing. Because his friend isn't present when he is making himself look good. And he didn't cause any embarrassment or shame. Rather, all he did was compare his own good deed good deeds and his own intelligence and knowledge compared to his friend's 
actions or intelligence. But in fact, the purpose and the result is that he makes himself look honorable and disgraces his friend. Anyone who suspects people that are upright. He rationalizes in his mind that he didn't do anything wrong. He thinks and says to himself, what did I do? Uh, there, all I did was, uh, there is, there might be a legitimate uh, suspicion or reason that I should suspect this person. Because this individual puts in his mind that his neighbor um, did something wrong and is um, and, and suspects an individual for no good reason, even though this individual um, is upright and did not do anything wrong. And these, the following five things are very difficult for an individual to stop this type of behavior. And these behaviors are ingrained in an individual's psyche. And it's, if you want, you can use the example of a gam gambler. That a gambler does a certain type of behavior. It's very difficult for him to stop. Individual must be extremely, extremely careful uh, not to even begin these actions because once an individual begins these actions, it's very difficult to stop. And they are very, very bad character traits. As we spoke of, and we mentioned these in Hot Deot. They are the following. Rechilut, someone who is a gossiper and goes around telling people uh, different things, both good and bad, about other people. Anyone who says derogatory things about others. Anyone who gets angry. And anyone who uh, has an evil mindset and evil thoughts and constantly is contemplating about doing avirot. This obviously affects his behavior. It will impact the way he lives his life. Anyone who attaches himself to a wicked person. Because he will learn from this evil person's actions. And they are written in this person's heart and become part of his psyche. And again, psychology talks about how an individual learns from his environment and if and the people that he surrounds himself with and Group think as well. Anyone who is in a group uh, will be impacted by the actions of the people in the group. Uh, and anyone who a person associates with will learn from those behaviors. Anyone who does evil uh, with fools, bad things will eventually happen to him and come to him as Shalomo says. And this is true for anyone who uh, looks for this and sees this in the individual's life. That Anyone who um, attaches himself and becomes friends with the Rashad just goes downhill. And we spoke about in Hot Deot about 
the good character traits that an individual should have, uh, obviously this applies for anyone who is about to and returning from his evil path. And now Arambam is going to give a disclaimer uh, for everything in this chapter. Uh, and it's extremely important to remember uh, as we, and this is something that he said in the previous chapter. Everything that he's mentioned, uh, the list of 24 things that delay and withhold the Teshuvah process. Even though they delay and make Teshuvah difficult, they do not withhold the Teshuvah. An individual always has the choice and the ability to do Teshuvah. Uh, nothing uh, stands um, in that way uh, from a person's choice to do Teshuvah. And he always has that option and can resort to it whenever he wants uh, and choose to do Teshuvah. Rather, if an individual does do Teshuvah from one of these things, despite one of these things, in the face of one of these things even, he is called a Baal Teshuvah. And he does have a portion in the world to come. And Arambam later will speak about uh, different characters um, that... Um, go down an evil path and have their free choice taken away from them. But Be'ezat Hashem will see that in the next few chapters and how that ties into Teshuvah.